a master manipulator, a con man, and the crime boss of a cult-like organization. It was a very emotional case. I think it was very emotional for everybody throughout. And I wanted to save the rest of the children that were about to be pulled into this cult. This is the Wake Up Rundown from News 10 ABC. Good Thursday morning, everyone. It is June 20th, and I'm Jess Berganti with your Storm Tracker forecast. All right, today's the day we've been waiting for for truly the wet afternoon. I know a lot of us have had plenty of dry time in between those spotty showers over the last couple of days, but now today everyone's going to get wet this afternoon and I'm a little concerned about how wet in some spots. So as we warm to a high of 75, it's a little cooler, but it's still muggy. In fact, we'll hit that high of 75 by noon before we start cooling down when that steadier, heavier rain rolls in this afternoon. Just know any time between noon and as late as six or seven o'clock in the evening, there's a good opportunity for quite a few downpours. We could see a few gusty thunderstorms, and the better threat for gusty thunderstorms that could push on strong is going to be south and southwest Albany. But everybody could see that heavy rain, which could lead to ponding. Maybe watch for some isolated flash flooding. That drive home from the office, not that pleasant. It'll definitely slow you down with visibility compromised because of those downpours at times. All right, we'll get through a few more sh spotty showers this evening. We back down to a low of 63. Even early Friday, a little light rain to start. But as early as 9, 10 o'clock in the morning, we're drying out Friday. You have to wait for the sunshine. It'll come out by 2 or 3 in the afternoon Friday. And that leads us into a beautiful weekend. Nothing but sun and 70s on Saturday. Nothing but sun and 80s on Sunday. Dry both days before a little unsettled early next week. That's your updated Storm Tracker forecast. Here's today's top headlines. In the news, Nexium cult leader Keith Ranieri has been found guilty in Brooklyn federal court on all seven charges against him. After six weeks of testimony from nearly 20 witnesses, it took the jury mere hours to convict Nexium leader Keith Ranieri on all seven charges against him. Now, former Nexium members, as well as those who have been hurt by Ranieri, were breathing a sigh of relief inside the courtroom. But here outside the courthouse, they were cheering and applauding the prosecution. The verdict coming down less than five hours after the jury began deliberations, convicting Keith Ranieri on all seven counts against him. Was in fact a master manipulator, a con man, and the crime boss of a cult-like organization. Many people like Catherine Oxenberg and Tony Natale have dedicated their lives in hopes of this outcome. I had to save a child who was caught in the grips of this cult. So I wasn't going to stop until until I had succeeded. In and I wanted that. to save the rest of the children that were about to be pulled into this cult. Others in tears of joy. It's quick, but I can't tell you how relieved I am. You know, this is just, I didn't think they would find him guilty on all counts. Still more in shock and lost for words. I, I, it's an amazing moment. I mean, it's been 13 years since I started reporting on Nexium and Keith, so I'm surprised to see it happening. But Ranieri's attorneys disappointed, saying this is not the outcome they had hoped for. I was a, a little surprised uh, with um, the fact that it was every count and every racketeering act, but by the same token, I, it's, it was a very emotional case. I think it was very emotional for everybody throughout. Those in Knox Woods who I've spoken to since that verdict came down say they can finally feel safe again in their neighborhood where many of these crimes took place. Rainier's attorneys do plan to appeal this conviction. His sentencing is set for September. 
I'm reporting in Brooklyn, Ayla Farone, News 10, ABC. New York lawmakers will convene at the Capitol one last time this morning before ending the 2019 session. Senators, assembly members worked late last night. They made some moves on some key issues, including the elimination of a statute of limitations for second and third degree rape, strengthening the workplace sexual harassment law, and the elimination of that gay panic defense that they've been talking about for the past week or so. The clock is ticking for members of the Johnstown community tasked with raising more than $300,000 to save the school district sports program. School officials hoping to reach that goal by the end of August. The Purple and Gold Booster Club hosting a pep rally last night where they raised $95,000. The Booster Club also plans to start a GoFundMe page for those who would like to donate. Officials in Rensselaer County say they're planning a lawsuit over the new state law allowing undocumented immigrants to get a driver's license. County Clerk Frank Marola and County Executive Steve McLaughlin both say the bill itself is illegal. Marola's said multiple times he will deny any illegal immigrant a license who tries to get one. At least two other counties out in Buffalo and Rochester also planning to join the suit. State Attorney General Letitia James, however, said on Monday that she would strongly defend the law against anyone who challenged it as unconstitutional. happening today. CDPHP and the Chikati Center teaming up to provide free swimming lessons for kids six months and older. Right. And it's all part of the world's largest swimming initiative. And that's where we find News NBC's Peter Eliopoulos this morning. He's live from the Chikati Center with our details and what you need to know to take advantage today, Peter. Yeah, good morning, guys. And as Jess was saying, it's supposed to rain today outside, but later today at around 11 o'clock, that's when they are starting uh, these lessons for kids six months and older. And I'm joined now by Natalia Burkhart, who's with CDPHP. And uh, you guys are helping putting this on. Why, why are you doing it? Why are we here? You know, unfortunately, we still hear in the news every day that kids are drowning and they need to learn the life-saving skills to avoid that. So when our partners here at Sakati asked us to join them in putting on the world's largest swimming lesson, we jumped at the chance to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And how many people are, are you expecting? Do you kind of know or how, how is the whole operation going to work today? So we've got groups of kids from six months of age up and we're going to put them in the pool with an instructor in small groups. So pre-registration for today's event is, a, is required. You can go to sakadicenter.org. There's still a few spots left. Um, and we're expecting over easily over 150 kids to be participating today. Wow, absolutely. And I mean, it's, it's so important because people drown every year, unfortunately. And as the summer approaches and kids are out of school now, they're going to be at the beach, at the lake, at the pool. This is vital to know, right? Yes, the timing is is just what you said. You know, kids are getting out of school, they're going to be at the beach, they're going to be in the pool, and this will hopefully either refresh what they've learned in the past or set them up for future lessons so that they can learn those skills that will prevent drowning and to teach them what they need to stay safe in the water. Absolutely. Again, this is at the Sakati Center uh, in Albany, 30 Aviation Road, I believe it is. And this goes from 1 o'clock today until 8 o'clock in the evening. Uh, you can also find out more information. I believe uh, you, you mentioned the website. What was it one more time? SakatiCenter.org for pre-registration. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. So, and we will post that link on our website, News10.com. For now, we're live in Albany. I'm Peter Leopolis, News10, ABC. Good deal. Thank you, Peter. And history was made in the town of East Greenbush last night as a new police chief was sworn in. At the town board meeting, members passed a resolution accepting current chief of police Christopher Lavin's retirement and officially appointing Detective Sergeant Elaine Radzinski as the new chief. Chief Lavin's last day will be June 28th. Boston getting ready for the opening of its first resort casino in the greater area there of the city. 
The Encore Boston Harbor is going to open on Sunday. However, officials are worried about traffic. If you've ever driven around Boston, you know how bad it is. Add a massive casino resort to the mix? Hmm, they got some work to do. Your local police department is looking for a few good men and women, but the number of eager recruits is dwindling. For the first time in a long time, we're seeing people that aren't accepting the job. Lieutenant Bob Wynn of the Colony Police Department says he's seen fewer people taking the civil service exam. And even if they get the job, all too many have a change of heart. Whether they have gotten a, another police job somewhere else or they've decided that it's no longer a career that they want to seek. One reason? Officers are under more scrutiny than ever before. Stop! 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 In April, an Albany police officer was arrested and two others suspended after this alleged assault on two black men. It's all on video! It's all on video! And there have been many other violent incidents captured by bystanders. You're seeing that officers or potential officers that could be coming out of the job are now reluctant to going into this career because they don't want to end up becoming the new YouTube sensation. But Troy PD's union president, Nicholas Laviano, says there's another issue. Pay. Right now, a starting salary of $40,000 just isn't going to cut it for a police officer. While in contract negotiations, Laviano recently blasted the city administration for leaving several vacancies on the force. The mayor's office responding by saying they have confidence the chief will bring in new hires. But where will they come from? New peace officer training. Rocco Fragameni heads up the Zone 5 Training Academy in Schenectady. What are you trying to do right now with your training that will change some of this perception? Well, I mean, certainly good service changes per perception every day of the week. Anya Tucker, News 10, ABC. Starting the day with the Wake Up Rundown? If so, do us a favor and take a second to rate the podcast and leave us a review in iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. It helps other people find the show and it makes sure that you're subscribed to get each morning's episode automatically downloaded into your feed. For more of the stories in today's podcast, head to news10.com or Wake Up With 10 on air every weekday morning starting at 4.30.